Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. Welcome in, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, or maybe you're watching in, SWX Montana Television. Appreciate you being here on a Tuesday. I'm Coulter Nuanas, broadcasting to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, new to Montana. They boast the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can visit and see that inventory of trucks either by heading over to the corner of Stevenson Mount or by visiting nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. You want to listen to this show somewhere besides the radio? Go to our station website, 1029espn.com. Click on Listen Live. You can also find all our podcasts there as well. Uh, Just right after this show, I'm going to post a sweet podcast. It's edited. It's all curated, ready for you, the listener, Grizz Greats, the 20th anniversary of the 2001 National Champion Grizz with none other than Joe Glenn, the man. One of my favorite coaches I've ever been around. Quite frankly, one of my favorite guys I've ever been around. Joe Glenn is like, the fact that he didn't wear a headset on the sideline, but then that he is who he is 
it's one of the great characters that's ever existed in Montana. It's actually too bad that he was only here for three years as the head coach. He, he had an extended uh, stint here as a assistant coach back in the uh, early 1980s, but the fact that he was only here for three years as a head coach, too bad. But also, I think that's why he is in this rare air. I mean, he's like the Dave Dickinson of coaches. Obviously, Don Reed is right there as well. Uh, Papa Bear is the one that built the thing. Uh, for the Grizzlies in the late 80s into the early 90s, and then, of course, culminating with a 1995 national championship before he rode off into the sunset and retired. Uh, but the fact that Joe Glenn was just, I mean, 39-6, and six, you know, a national championship appearance in 2000 and then a national championship win in 2001, uh, unbelievable uh, tenure and also just what a guy. I mean, what a fun storyteller, what a fun, funny guy, what a fun character. Uh, infectious. So you can find all that stuff on the station website, including the live stream and all of our various podcast entry points. Or you can watch us on YouTube as well. Uh, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. I was just talking to the folks up at Haymaker Beef about a couple different things, but we have a Traeger smoker as well as a boatload of Alpine Touch and a beef box from Haymaker Beef up there in Ledger, Montana. We also have a otter box, a grill, and a cooler from Twisted Tea. And so part of the scavenger hunt challenge that we have for you is subscribing to our YouTube channel. You also have to subscribe to our podcast, then follow us on Facebook and Instagram, follow Haymaker Beef and Alpine Touch on Facebook and Instagram, and then shoot us a text, 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. Just so you know, uh, the texts are starting to come in now. Everybody's following along. We're giving this away uh, about three weeks now. So we're I- inside of three weeks. Montana State at Montana, that football game. We're going to give it away the Friday before that, and then you can come pick up your prizes down there uh, at the tailgate show. Uh, but just so you know, there's a lot of people that have been entering lately. We also did a little Halloween blitz. We got a couple dozen entries uh, just from people telling us their costumes. So there's a pretty sizable list. So you're going to want to get on that list because we have – some fun stuff for you. Let's take a look at what we got in the show today. Going to get things started off. It is the first Tuesday of the month, and so we're going to talk some soccer. We're going to start with our youth sports segment presented by Pepsi Cola of Missoula, and uh, our good friend Carolyn is actually the guest. Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports most famously, also uh, very involved with FC Missoula. So on their behalf, uh, she gave us a little update. There's tryouts going on over the weekend. Uh, for FC Missoula down at the fort. Uh, and so if you want to get your kids involved, boys, girls, all ages, club soccer has really taken off. I think it's really beneficial for, for young soccer players. So I uh, get involved no matter what level of skill or what level of, of um, passion you have for the game at this moment, a, a good one. So Carol will give us some more details onto that. And then we'll dive into what happened in the state championship matches across the state of Montana at the high school level. We had uh, four state champions crowned uh, this last weekend. And then we'll also talk some Grizz soccer. The University of Montana, their women's soccer team, landed four players on the first team all conference. And they're into the Big Sky tournament. The semifinals are on Friday night. So uh, University of Montana women's soccer remains one of the best programs uh, in the Big Sky in any sport. And uh, they've been darn good here these last couple of years. We're also going to talk some high school football, get you all updated on what happened over the weekend around the state at AA, B, and Class C, eight-man Class C, six-man. Who won the first-round games? What are the second-round games? We probably get to hear some distances later on in the week, too. That's always pretty fun. We also have our Treasure State Stars of the Week. 
featuring some of the best uh, individual performers uh, from all levels of sports, but primarily preps uh, from around the state of Montana. Top of the hour, Aaron Best, the head coach for the Eastern Washington Eagles, will join us. Eastern Washington hosts Montana State. That's number four Bobcats at number five Eastern Eagles. And so that'll be the showdown not only in the Big Sky Conference, but on the national level as well. Uh, Big-time conference title ramifications uh, as well as um, potential playoff seeding ramifications as well. And uh, we're also going to continue our conversation from yesterday. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, and myself talked quite a bit about playoff scenarios, the playoff picture, playoff seeding, a stretch run for all of the contenders both in the league and on a national level. And so we'll continue that conversation. Uh, some big news brewing, or at least uh, some hype about some potentially big news brewing. Yesterday, the hype machine for the potential of college game day coming to Missoula. Uh, certainly, uh, it, it's starting, and uh, they're lobbying for it. I've been hearing about this for a couple months. Uh, we've talked about it on here a, a little bit, not maybe as much as we have. I, I'm actually a little bit torn at the tactic of the way that this information is being spread and hyped up. Uh, it would be very cool and awesome for Missoula, and it would obviously be so awesome for us here at ESPN Radio if College Game Day was in Missoula uh, for Bobcat Grizzly game on November 20th. Um, it's just interesting. It's interesting to see just the, the way that the information is getting out there, and uh, sometimes you got to have it. Sometimes you need to ask for it, to ask for the attention and publicity, but and I don't know. It, it's a little interesting. So myself and Rout, we're going to get into – College game day potentially coming to Missoula, plus some more on that Eastern and Montana State matchup and a little bit on the Grizz matchup at Northern Colorado as well. But we dive now into our uh, Pepsi Youth Sports segment. We'll talk a little high school soccer after this, but I caught up with our good friend Carolyn earlier today. Well, our good friend Carolyn loves being on the radio so much. She decided that her birthday present to herself was to come on the radio twice. So this is not a chick who doesn't know sports. Instead... This is our Pepsi Youth Sports segment presented by Pepsi Cola of Missoula. Happy birthday, Carolyn. Thanks. We're doing this on a Tuesday morning uh, because Carolyn has big plans. She's got a bottle of wine with a devil on it. Yep. That's all you need. Right? This Scorpio is starting the day right. <laughs> what do Scorpios do? We just get mad really easily. Mm, that's not really like you. I know. It used to be. I used to be like that. Mm, that's I've grown. In, in your 40s, you really... You really evolve. Why do you think some people fit their zodiac signs so much and some people don't? I think people read about their zodiac signs and decide that's going to be their personality. See, but I could never read a horoscope in my life, and I'm a bull all day long. I don't know. I'm I don't a Taurus. Know. Like I, don't I was know how born a Tatanka. That's what it is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but there are things about me, my sign, that are true. I'm fiercely loyal. Mm, that's true. I'm a delight. <laughs> I don't know if that's part of it. Especially but. after the devil wine. Yeah. I'll be a real delight about about here. <laughs> Halfway. Okay. Uh, well, regardless, happy birthday. We Thank love you. having you in here twice. We'll be back again on Thursday for some more good times, maybe some birthday stories. But uh, in the meantime, what's going on in the youth sports world? Well, I volunteered to come in for this segment today because it is near and dear to my heart. It is FC Missoula, mm-hmm. the soccer club. Um they're having tryouts this weekend at Sweet. Fort Missoula. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday evening, they'll be doing various rounds of tryouts for the soccer teams. It's not just a tryout, though. It's also just a way for you to come and check out FC Missoula. Mm-hmm. Figure boys out and girls, right? Boys and girls. Yep. Um, 
you can kind of check things out, see if, you know, you like their style, like what they're looking to do with their teams. Um, they All of the tryouts are are divided by gender and age. So if mm-hmm. you go to fcmissoula.com, you can find your student, your child's, you know, where they would fit in. And um, come on out. It's free. And um, it's a really fun day. My kiddo's done it a few years in a row. And even though he's already on a team, he loves to go just to enjoy the day playing soccer. Um, FC, what I love about FC is it's, they really have a team for everyone there. Um, If you're really hardcore and you want to travel all over the place, they'll find you a team. If you just want to practice soccer and play a few games, they'll find you a team. So it's a really great club. What's going on in Missoula soccer-wise I think is awesome, Um, and it starts at the youth level for sure. Uh, This last weekend, though, the Missoula Hellgate boys soccer team won their third consecutive state championship. I think they've won like six out of the last nine. Yeah, it's crazy. This was not the case. Uh, It used to be soccer was one of the most linear sports in Montana. The huge high schools dominated. That was it. It was Mm -hmm. Bozeman, Billings West. The Missoula schools never had a chance. So these youth programs... They have such a huge influence in it. Missoula Hellgate uh, on the girls' side was very good this year, too, made it to the semifinals. And, I mean, competitive at Sentinel and Big Sky, too. And so much of that is the youth part. And so, you know, I'm conflicted over how serious youth sports have gotten. But this, like you said, this has very a variety of different levels for everybody that wants to be involved. Yeah, and I have to say... I've been, my boys, well, my son and the boys on the team have been playing together for many years and watching them evolve as players has been like so fun. I mean, they used to be a swarm of bees on the (laughs) field and then now the stuff they can do is insane. And um, I just couldn't be more proud to be part of this club. They just really teach these kids more than just winning and more than just, you know, footwork and things. They teach you how to be a teammate. They teach you sportsmanship. It's just such a great program. Soccer has a lot of uh, transferable traits to life, too. Teamwork, I mean, it is one of the great team sports that there is. You have to play together. I think it takes a certain amount of sacrifice, too, because there's not a lot of statistics to be garnered. So you do have to play your role, know your role, self-awareness, all that stuff. So good for the kids. Give people more details. This is Fort Missoula, Saturday afternoon. Fort Missoula, Saturday. Well, it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Okay. Go to fcmissoula.com. You click to register. There's a little registration right when you get to the website. You do need to register. You need to register. Um, and it's free. And you will find out what time and, you know, what day your kid's birth year. It goes by birth year. Uh, what, what, when their practice is. The practices are two hours. The tryouts, the meet and greets, whatever we want to call them. And, um... Yeah, it's super, it's a great, it's a great crew. And and I do also have to say that FC parents are the best parents. Like, we just have so much fun together, too, on the sidelines. So, you know, if you want to be part of that as well, come on down. Uh, FCMissoula.com, and uh, all the information is on that website. It's a lot of good soccer going on around here in Missoula and around Montana the University of Montana soccer team plays in the Big Sky Conference semifinals of the tournament here on Friday as well. So later on today, on this Tuesday show, we'll hear from Andrew Houghton a little bit more about the uh, wide world of soccer in the uh, state of Montana. But, Carolyn, this was great. Thank you so much for swinging by. Thanks for having me. And guess what? 
102.9 ESPN Radio is also a sponsor of FC Missoula. Let's go. Along with uh, Pepsi. So, you know, we got the best sponsors in town. The Youth Sports segment brought to you by Pepsi Cola of Missoula. We do this the first Tuesday of every month. So check back in next month and uh, we'll have some more great info for you and your kids. Thank you, Carolyn. Phenomenal, as always. Pretty good for a uh, salesperson. You know, she's she's pretty stellar on the radio. It's Nuanas now, your favorite daily sports talk show here on ESPN Missoula, as well as SWX Montana. We're going to do a little dual segment here. Every other week, we do what we're calling the Footy 15, which is 15 minutes on the state of the world in soccer. Sometimes we talk international soccer. Mostly we talk local soccer, both at the college and high school levels. Uh, but it's also going to be a prep extra presented by Farmer State Bank because we have quite a bit of prep news here. First, we'll start with Class AA. In the boys' state championship game, what a scene. Hellgate and Glacier battled to a scoreless tie at the end of regulation. Then, as time was winding down in extra time, it looked like almost certainly they're going to go to a uh, shootout. So first of all, I'm going to bring in Andrew Houghton because I have a couple questions here. How many ta- how many periods of extra time do they play? I think generally two. It's two 15-minute periods right. for high school and I think for college too. But there's then there's like stoppage time. Does that exist in high school and college as well or is that only in the World Cup and professionally? So that does not exist, at least as far as college. I haven't watched high school soccer in a minute, man. Okay, I don't think it exists in high school either. I think you just have a running clock counting down from 40 minutes in each half. Yeah, okay. And when it's over, it's over. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. I um, One of the coolest parts about being a sports writer in a, a small town, like a, a, a rural community where there's a lot of high school sports, and, and if you're like a one-man show or part of a two-man show, and uh, you're expected to just basically cover the gamut. It, it's so fun and interesting, especially when you're covering sports that maybe you didn't grow up like loving or trying to cover or anything like that or playing for that matter. Uh, I mean, I stopped playing soccer when I was about six. If you're watching on TV, you can see why. I was uh, built for several other sports a lot more than, than the soccer pitch. But I was thinking that when I first uh, graduated college and I got a job out in Ellensburg, Washington, right in the middle of central Washington, Central Washington, uh, Ellensburg, excuse me, high school was in the CWAC, the, the Central Washington Athletic Conference. And that town, or excuse me, that conference included um, high schools in towns like Grandview and Othello and Euphrata and Sela. And these are big-time agricultural towns with big-time Hispanic populations. And so soccer was like it, man. Like the, the high school soccer, that was like, that was what people wanted to know about. It was super competitive. And so I got into soccer. The World Cup was also... In, um, it was it, that was the World Cup year 2010 was, and so everybody around in those communities too are also loving it. Like one of my favorite things, I did this cool feature story where I went to taco trucks in uh, five different taco trucks between Yakima and Othello and Euphrata, and uh, took in a, a part of a World Cup match while eating tacos. Uh, surrounded by uh, largely mostly Hispanic people that were just loving that the World Cup was going on and loving watching it. It was so fun. It was like the greatest sports bar scene ever, except for in a taco truck where very few people speak English. I loved it. It was super fun. Uh, But to Andrew's point, though, uh, it's been a minute since I've watched some high school soccer, too, so that's why I don't know the answer 
to my rules question, but the scene remains the same. This is actually, I'm just going to read you a couple lines from this because, first of all, it's great sports writing uh, by a good friend of mine and a former colleague of mine, Bill Speltz at the Missoulian. Uh, love when Bill dies into the high school gamers because he's money, man. He's really good uh, at setting the scene. And uh, Bill was setting the scene as far as the extra time playing out and how tired both Hellgate and Glacier looked in this double-A state title match. And he says, then something magical happened. Missoula senior Marcus, Missoula Hellgate senior, excuse me, Marcus Anderson, a player who for four years epitomized what it meant to be unselfish on the pitch, always hustling back on defense and opting for assists over goals, took matters into his own hands. In the final minute of his high school career, he hit the shot of his young life. It came from the top left corner of the 18-yard box with a minute left in the second overtime, giving the Knights a 1-0 win over Kalispell Glacier and their third straight state title at Fort Missoula Park. That's good writing, man. But that's also, what a scene. How cool is that? A senior hits a goal in the last minute of extra time in the state title match in Missoula to lift Hellgate to their third straight state championship. That is, uh, that's what dreams are made of. That's how the, the sports movie ends. Uh, so congratulations to Marcus Anderson. Of, co- of course, Jay Anderson, the head, longtime head coach for the Missoula Hellgate boys soccer team. And uh, Missoula, you should be proud of that team because they are absolutely a dynasty, perhaps the dynasty in the history of AA soccer. I believe that's their sixth title in the last nine years, but certainly their third straight. So very impressive uh, for Missoula Hellgate. On the Class AA girls' side, Billings West played Bozeman Gallatin, first ever state championship match appearance for Gallatin. West, they're old veterans in uh, the, the last match of the season, and they won for the second time in three years, a one nothing victory to finish off an unbeaten season. So that's the second AA title in the last three seasons for the Billings West girls soccer team. And uh, Dynasties was the theme across the board. In Class A girls, Laurel held off uh, Billings Central. That's the Rams. They are rivals uh, to earn their third consecutive championship. That's four Class A titles in the last five years for the Laurel girls. And then finally, the Class A boys, Whitefish beat Columbia Falls 3-2. to two, And that means this is unbelievable. Whitefish, the first four-time state, four consecutive state championships. But the senior class for Whitefish, that means they graduate or they at least complete their high school soccer career with zero losses. Undefeated for the entire thing. They had a couple ties. But no losses over four years. An unbelievable run for Whitefish. I think that they ended up stretching that thing over 60 batches in a row. So pretty darn impressive. Prep Extra presented by Farmer State Bank. We're going to have a little bit more Prep Extra in uh, about 15 minutes as we break down some high school football as well. But the Prep Extra is proudly presented by Farmer's State Bank. Farmer State Bank enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Uh, let's talk some Grizz soccer. <laughs> Why do you look so forlorn? Well, I just wanted to talk about that Whitefish Columbia Falls oh, let's, game. Let's go for a second. Bring it in because Bring it in. I, I was following some tweets on this. Okay, and as as you know, this was happening whenever over the weekend we were focusing on Grizz football sure. stuff, sure, stuff like that. The end of this Whitefish Columbia Falls game even crazier than the Hellgate game because it was back and forth. Whitefish went ahead 3-2 to two with a couple minutes left. Columbia Falls had a penalty shot in the last minute. Not, not in a penalty shootout, just in the, in the run of play. Foul in the box, whatever. 
penalty kick to tie it, potentially at 3-3 and send it to overtime. Whitefish's goalie saved it. So what a what a play. To me, that's wow. even more dramatic than like a last second winning goal. Absolutely it is. That's 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 awesome. I know that you, you haven't you just now diving back into this because you've only been here for uh, about three months with us here at ESPN Missoula. Andrew Houghton, by the way, our producer, chiming in on some soccer. Is soccer catered to dynasties? And if so, is that why there's these dynasties in the high school level? I mean, because right now you're talking about Every single one of these state champions. I mean, Billings West is in the back of the pack, having won two out of three. I mean, you're talking four years in a row undefeated. I think Laurel has played in ten straight title matches, and they've won four out of the last five. So, uh, I mean, it seems like uh, I actually have a theory about the Class A level for sure, but uh, it is soccer conducive to dynasties? Yeah, I was just thinking about that, too, when you were reading through the scores, and I was trying to think of what the reasons for it are and that maybe you know it, it is sort of a new sport and we're talking here multiple decades at this point for Montana high school soccer but I mean yep. when you talk about football and basketball traditions and schools going back into the 1950s whatever it's not really on the same level so maybe it's 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 more difficult for some schools to build up their programs in such a short time and that leads to better results for the schools who actually do have it together I don't know that would be my take I haven't Covered a ton of soccer around here, but I'm, I'm happy you brought it up because it is really interesting. I think that at the Montana high school level specifically, there are some socioeconomic influences here as well, as well as some proximity influences. I think that, first of all, like take let's take Laurel, for example. Laurel is about half an hour from Billings, a little less than half an hour from Billings. So you're talking about a Class A-sized town that's competing against largely rural and largely isolated towns but then that has likely a youth program and or a bunch of youth soccer players that are intertwined in the billing soccer scene. So you're talking about uh, a town of, I don't know, I think Laurel's probably around 10,000 people now, but they're in a metropolitan area of more than 200,000 people. And so the the development up to the high school ranks is paramount. Also, there's a lot of money in Laurel because there's a lot of oil money in Laurel. They have uh, one of the nicest field turf stadiums in the state, the East-West Shrine game football uh, game has been there several times. So they have really good facilities. And then also, I think once you get tradition, it breeds tradition as well. And you look, you look at their opponent, Billing Central, who has perennially been one of their opponents. Well, that's also a private school in the heart of the biggest city in Montana. So there's a multiple different elements that go into that. We talk about uh, finances and, you know, I don't want to say recruiting, but like, if you want to go to a private school and know you're going to be on a good soccer team, a pipeline. It, it's a way more of a pipeline. If, I mean, Central has more of control over the, the quality of its roster than most other Class A schools. Let's just say that. For sure. And I think for a lot of the rural schools in Montana, the soccer tradition, I mean, the, the football tradition is so baked into it. I mean, what you were talking about in Washington, I was covering that down in Idaho, too. I mean, right. the, the best small school in my coverage area was American Falls because there was such a huge Mexican you know, community built yep. up around the yep. agriculture there yep. that had the soccer culture in their blood. So yep. all, all of that. Last thought for me on the, the high school soccer stuff and the, the Hellgate game, I think the last high school soccer game I covered in Montana was a Hellgate game three or four years ago when they had, uh, you know, Barrett Arthur, a whole bunch of guys who would go on to play in college. Yep. I think the thing I remember most from that game is Marcus Anderson, man. He yep. was a freshman then or a sophomore, tiny yep. kid. Came off the bench just running at guys from the right wing. I mean, really creative player. 
good with the ball at his feet. Like, just somebody you look at and you're like, man, that kid's a player. Even though he was coming off the bench on this stack team, he was a lot of fun to watch. So, really happy for him. Totally. And I think that when you talk about the the influences of why Hellgate has had a dynasty, I think that what we led with, uh, with our new sports segment, FC Missoula, also, I mean, FC Missoula and Missoula Strikers, both outstanding clubs. I think there's a, a huge club soccer community now in Montana. And I think a lot of those kids are then ending up at Hellgate, and that's why the girls are very good, too. The girls made it to the semifinals of the Class AA State Tournament at Hellgate as well. Let me talk about Columbia Falls and Whitefish. Same sort of proximity advantage because it's right by Kalispell. Also, the Whitefish are very affluent community, so I think that also caters to uh, opportunity, at least early opportunity um, for soccer, uh, especially when it comes to American soccer. Uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break, then we're going to come back talk some high school football as well as uh, some Grizz soccer as well. So we'll continue a little bit more about the football and dive into some prep football as well. You're listening to ESPN Radio as well as maybe watching SWX Montana Television. This is Nuanas Now. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Grizz pulled out the spookiest of wins. The Bobcats have a showdown with conference title implications upcoming, and high school postseasons hit a fever pitch over the weekend. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Montana was flagged a total of 19 times and officially penalized 12 while also turning the ball over four times and seeing senior quarterback Cam Humphrey get knocked out of the game yet again, yet the Grizz still figured out a way to pull out a bizarre 20-19 win over Southern Utah Saturday in Missoula. The Grizz moved to 3-2 and two in Big Sky play, 6-2 and two overall, while dropping Southern Utah to 1-8. and eight. Montana State and Eastern Washington ranked number 4 and number 5 in this week's poll, respectively. Each had buys last week. This week, the two top teams in the Big Sky square off in Cheney, Washington. EWU is looking to bounce back from its first conference loss two weeks ago, a 35-34 home loss to Weber State. Montana State has won seven straight and sits atop the conference standings at 5-0 in Big Sky Conference play. And finally, the high school football playoffs are into the quarterfinals for all classifications, and the Sentinel Spartans know their opponent to begin their postseason title defense. The reigning Class AA champions will take on Great Falls High after the Bison eliminated Missoula Big Sky 41-14. Other AA quarterfinal matchups include Bozeman at Helena, Capital at West, and Butte at Glacier. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. Yo, yo, welcome back. Nuanas now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. Proud to be broadcasting from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Go hit up Northwest Motorsport online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nw msrocks.com breaking news today clay helton the ousted coach for usc has been named the head coach at georgia southern georgia southern a familiar name for people around these parts particularly people that following the grizzlies for uh, more than 20 years 
Georgia Southern was uh, the team in the FCS, I guess, the Division One AA level in the 1980s and 1990s, five national championships, the most recent of which came in 2000 when Georgia Southern defeated Montana uh, in the FCS national, I guess, Division One AA that year, a national championship game. Montana, of course, came back and won the Division One AA national championship the following year in 2001, the, the most recent national championship for Montana. And uh, we have a podcast series chronicling all that. But Clay Hilton now named the head coach at Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern has been uh, an FBS member um, for quite some time, a little while for sure. I mean, uh, probably 15 years now. So uh, interesting to see that they've landed uh, a coach with the clout of Clay Hilton, to be sure. Uh, I think some USC fans out there might be bemoaning the fact that uh, Clay Hilton was not very great at Georgia Southern, or excuse me, at, at USC. So um, maybe won't be great at Georgia Southern either. But uh, it was an old debate there about what program he'd rather be, Georgia Southern or Montana. Georgia Southern does have the five national championships. Montana has two. Georgia Southern has now been uh, up for a little while and uh, has not had a ton of success at the FBS level and also is in a uh, largely – I don't want to say non-competitive league, but the Sun Belt, if you, it doesn't matter if you go undefeated in the Sun Belt. You're still not going to be a part of the national championship picture at the Division A level, the FBS level. So, I don't know. Uh, maybe that's a debate to be continued. Maybe we'll uh, hash that one out a little bit later on. More from the prep world, more prep extra presented by Farmer State Bank, enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Let's look a little bit at some high school football, why don't we? The playoffs in full force around the state of Montana. Um, AA, A, B, and C all into the quarterfinals. And uh, we touched a little bit on AA, uh, but here's your scoreboard from over the weekend. By the way, the AA format, if you have not uh, been paying attention, 12 teams of the 16 make it in. Four get first-round buys. The conference champion from each the East and the West get uh, the, the top seeds. So um, you got the buys were from Sentinel, the top seed in the West, Billings West, the top seed in the East, and then as well as Butte and Bozeman, your four teams that received buys. So here's the eight teams for the four first-round games to get into the quarterfinals. Helena Capital took down Great Falls CMR 45 to 7. Helena High topped Bozeman Gallatin 45 28. Kalispell Glacier got past Billings Senior 21 14. Great Falls High defeated Missoula Big Sky 41 14. And so here's what your quarterfinals matchups look like. Friday night here in Missoula, Great Falls High will play at Missoula Sentinel. Great Falls High has won six in a row. Sentinel's won 18 in a row, dating back to last year. They are the defending Class AA state champions and uh, have not lost again this year after an undefeated year last year. But Great Falls High started 0-4, and they've won six in a row since then. So definitely one of the hottest teams in the state. They've definitely improved tremendously. We had Mark Sampson, longtime football coach from around the state of Montana, who is Great Falls High's current head football coach, on the show last week. If you want to check that out, it is available on the Nuanas Now podcast. That was last Thursday that we had uh, Coach Sampson on. So for those of you that like numbers and dates, it was October 28th if you want to go find that on the Nuanas Now podcast. Great interview, very interesting. Uh, but Great Falls High, they do come to Missoula Sentinel this weekend. 
on Friday. Helena, they play at Bozeman. So it's an eight and two Bengals team at a five and four Bozeman team. So Bozeman um, getting the home game because of their status as the number two team in the East. Helena Capital will play at Billings West. The Golden Bears have won eight in a row after dropping their first game of the season, a non-conference game, 22-19 here in Missoula at Washington Grizzly Stadium against Missoula Sentinel. And then Kalispell Glacier, they will play at Butte. So Glacier 7-3, Butte 6-3, so that should be a good game. That's probably the most even matchup of those Four, although it will be interesting because I think Helena High is really good. I think they're actually a legitimate title contender. And uh, them having to go on the road, though, is interesting. And I also think the Missoula Sentinels rolling right now for sure. But Great Falls High is rolling right now, too. And Great Falls High is one of the most special athletes in the state of Montana in Reed Harris. He is everything you want in a prospect. I have no idea if he could play quarterback at the college level. In fact, as of right now, I know he certainly could not. But he is absolutely a college-level athlete. He's 6'5 plus, 200 pounds plus. He's a uh, state championship caliber 100-meter runner. He is one of the best basketball players in the state. And even now, right now, he's only a junior. So uh, he gives um, Gray Falls High a chance every time out. Prep Extra presented by Farmers State Bank. Forget those high-interest credit cards. Apply for a holiday loan at Farmer State Bank. Count on fast approval times, low interest, and easy payments, OAC. In the Class A ranks, Hamilton was one of the four teams that had a buy, as was defending champion Laurel. The first round included Miles City defeating Columbia Falls 21-20, Billings Central in a route 54-12 over Libby. Sydney takes down Dillon 17-14, and in the Upset of the weekend at the Class A level. Frenchtown, ousts Whitefish 24-13. The uh, Bulldogs have been rolling right along, but Frenchtown knocks them out. So the quarterfinals, which will take place on Saturday, those Frenchtown Bronx, they got to go to defending state champion Laurel. That'll be a 1 p.m. kickoff at Laurel. Billings Central will go on the road to play at Polson, another one of the teams that had a bye. Uh, our Andrew Houghton caught up with Jarrett Wilson, the Polson Pirates quarterback, I guess two weeks ago now. That's also available on the podcast. But Billing Central at Pulse will be a good one. Miles City uh, against Hamilton. So Hamilton hosting a game on Saturday afternoon. It'll also be an interesting game because uh, the the top teams in the East, like Laurel, Miles City, and Billing Central, have been a thorn in the side of the Bronx, man. Hamilton likes to play fast, up-tempo. They use their athleticism on the perimeter quite a bit. Uh, but the... The rough-and-tumble, sort of old-school, hitch-in-the-mouth style of some of those Eastern A teams have been hard for Hamilton to handle. A lot of times it's just a giant game of keep-away, and the Bronx can't get rolling. So uh, interesting draw for the first game of the playoffs for a Hamilton team that's been undefeated and number one in the state for the most of this season. And then the, the final quarterfinal matchup in Class A features Sydney playing at Lewistown. So uh, Sydney to Lewistown. Lewistown, one of the best stories in the state. They have... Um, not had a lot of success in football over the years, but they are having it this year, and it comes with a little bit of an emotional um, side story. I shouldn't even say it's a side story. It is the main story of the Lewistown, uh, the, the, I guess the Fergus County High Golden Eagles. Uh, young man Dylan Morris, offensive and defensive lineman for that team. He passed away in a car wreck a couple weeks ago. So condolences always, and of course, to his family and everybody that knew him. But 
couple emotional scenes so far for Lewistown since that tragic incident. And uh, I I think that they're using it to spur them on because they've been really good in those games. I, I It's amazing, you know, to use that as a response like that. But it seems like they're really playing for that kid, so good for them. That's uh, definitely one of the most heartbreaking. But also, if they are to go on a run, and even if they don't, they, they've already gotten a bye there in the quarterfinals of the playoffs. One of the better Lewistown teams that there's been in the last couple decades. So uh, already a, a, sto- a, a really an emotional story, we'll say that. Prep Extra presented by Farmer State Bank in Class B. Here's your first-round scores. No buys or anything like that in Class B. It's just straight-up 16 teams, eight first-round games. Top seed of Florence Carlton, no problem against Cut Bank, 37-0. Columbus, no problem against Baker, 50-8. Whitehall, a good one against Malta, 34-22. So that's a big win by Whitehall. I think that uh, not a lot of people expected that over Malta, but a good win by them. Jefferson beats a good Red Lodge team, 7 to nothing. so that's another uh, hard-fought victory. Townsend, not much problem with Shepard, 38-8. to Big Fork destroyed Glasgow. Glasgow's been really good defensively, and so a little bit of a surprise there, but Big Fork, 49 nothing over Glasgow to move on. Big Timber, big-time upset over Huntley Project, 32-28, to so good for them. And uh, Eureka wins 42-12. to So here's what your final eight look like. Columbus will play at Florence Carlton, so the Falcons remain at home and remain uh, looking like they have the inside track to the Class B State Championship. Whitehall is at Jefferson. That Whitehall team, by the way, 3-5, and five, so just two wins to get into the playoffs, but then they go win themselves a playoff game. So hard to say they didn't belong because here they are moving on. They'll play at Jefferson. Big Fork is at Townsend. That's a good game. A lot of good athletes in the, both those schools, really, really athletic at the Class B level. Uh, Townsend has um, a couple really good guys, a, a couple maybe even potential big sky caliber guys. So we'll see how that one plays out. And then Big Timber at Eureka. So there's your quarterfinals matchup. And uh, Class C six man, or excuse me, Class C eight man, probably the most pertinent score for people that listen to this show. Two-time defending state champion Drummond Phillipsburg. That's Flint Creek. They beat Sheridan 55-7. to Here's your eight-man uh, quarterfinals. Belt at Thompson Falls. Thompson Falls remains undefeated. Scobie at Park City. The uh, Trojans, the Flint Creek Trojans, they got to go on the road. So they're at Fairview, despite being 8-0. And then St. Ignatius, they are at Fort Benton. Your quarterfinals at the six-man level looks like this. Power, Dutton, Brady. That co-op is at White Sulphur Springs. Richie Lambert is at Shields Valley in Wilsall. Bridger is at Freud Lake in Medicine Lake. And Big Sandy is at DGSGRW. So I don't even know what that uh, stands for, but it's a co-op between several different towns, but that game will be played in Stanford, Montana. So there you go. There's your high school football scores. Some more on high school sports, including some of the best performances from around the state. It's our Treasure State Stars. Keep it right here. It's Nuana's Now ESPN Radio. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. 
Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Radio Missoula. P.O.D. Is that what we're listening to right now? I, I haven't heard a little Youth of the Nation in a little while. That's uh, that's some Gus Tutel music right there. That's what that's what Ryan's getting down on. Ryan's probably actually legitimately listening to P.O.D. Uh, and or Project 86 while on a flight to South Africa. I think he might have been on that flight since yesterday. <laughs> I don't even know how long it takes. The guy and his traveling escapades with his children, though, is something to behold. It takes a spectacular level of patience to be able to drive across the country uh, with three children under the age of eight, uh, let alone wrangle them through multiple airports on an international trip in the midst of a global pandemic. Um, Definitely crazy. But for those who missed the memo from our ESPN College game day on Saturday, our good friend Ryan Tutel, who's a... Uh, was the co-host of this show for uh, with with me for four years, and uh, has been contributing on our college game day uh, pre and post game shows here these last couple uh, outings. He is on his way to South Africa to go visit his wonderful sister Kelsey. Hello, Kelsey. If by chance you're listening, I know you listen sometimes. Uh, with the massive time difference between now and. Uh, South Africa, but good luck, safe travels, Gus, and uh, hopefully you're listening to some POD. This is Nuana's now ESPN Radio. Time now for uh, Treasure State Stars. But before we do that, I uh, usually, well, oftentimes when I go stop into Tagliari Deli, they are uh, kind enough to let me have something to sample on, something to talk about, something to try. So I think I've tried dang near every sandwich there, but. Uh, you know, one tag area is a lot. It's not. It's good. It's it's uh, you can never have enough. But you know, trying to get in shape, whatever. All I'm saying is, I was craving this real bad, so I wasn't even uh, waiting for my free one. I had to go right in there and get myself one the other day, and man, was it good, man! I got myself a little Beach Boy, mm, that garlic aioli, spicy, savory, delicious. Tagliari Deli is located at the corner of Beth Beckwith and Higgins here in Missoula, right next to the roundabout there. And uh, if you want some Tagliari, we got some for you. Voted the best sandwich in the state of Montana by both People Magazine as well as the Food Network. Give us a call right now, 888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. Caller number three, we have 25 bucks to Tagliari Delicatessen for you one lucky winner. And if you don't win, head on in there anyways. You have all sorts of things that uh, you can 
decide upon, whether it's wine or pasta or some specialty sauces, a cheese and uh, meats plate, or, of course, the sandwiches. Each and every Tuesday, it's Tag Larry Tuesday, so stay tuned for all that. Dive into our Treasure State Stars presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, one of the best places in Montana to get a loan because they love to say yes. Treasure State star number one, we talked about him a little bit off the top, but an awesome moment for Marcus Anderson. He's a Missoula Hellgate senior. He hit the game-winning goal in the final minute of extra time to lift Hellgate to a 1-0 victory over Kalispell Glacier in the Class AA state title match. That's three straight Class AA state titles for the Hellgate Knights. So very impressive for Marcus Anderson. What a moment for him, his teammates, and that program. Three in a row for Hellgate on the heels of a literally last-minute goal uh, in extra time. Treasure State star number two, it's Eric Kinneman. Eric Kinneman's a former Montana State football player who's been a coach at Belgrade High School for 21 years, including the last 15 as the head coach. Earlier this week, Kinneman retired uh, from the head coaching position at Belgrade it's been tough sledding for Belgrade since they moved up to Class AA, just 2-21 and 21 in three seasons. But Kinnaman was incredibly successful during his 12 years as the head coach in Class A, 67-52 and 52 over those 12 years. I uh, had a couple really good seasons uh, where they won five, six, seven, eight games. And uh, I covered a couple of Belgrade teams that were outstanding, a couple of the best guys to come out of Montana the last several years, Derek Marks and Braden Conkle each who went to play at Montana State, and Kinneman had a big hand in their development. So congratulations to Coach Kinneman. Uh, he and his wife are great people, very very friendly and uh, accommodating, and uh, it was always fun covering him when I was over there in Bozeman at the Chronicle, but also as a source for some Montana State history as well. So congratulations to Coach Kinneman on a great career, and uh, Belgrade have a hard time replacing that guy. He was a hardworking guy that had uh, a lot of success Three semifinal appearances at the Class A level, three conference titles, nine winning records in 12 years. So a good string there, especially during the Class A era under Eric Kinneman for Belgrade. Treasure State star number three. We're giving it to the entire Frenchtown team. That's the sixth seed out of the West. That's the bottom seed. Six teams from the West, six teams from the East get in. And a sixth team out of the West, the Frenchtown Bronx, they upset Whitefish. The Bronx trailed 13-10 in the fourth quarter. But they scored a touchdown with 538 left, and Frenchtown goes on to win 24-13. to uh, Really good performance by Frenchtown to knock out a Whitefish team that had been rolling right along. So congratulations uh, there to Frenchtown. Treasure State star number four, Dawson Sweat from Townsend, Montana. He ran for three touchdowns to help lift Townsend to a 38-8 to win over Shepard. And uh, the Bulldogs now 8-1 and one and into the quarterfinals of the Class B playoffs. Certainly one of the contenders to potentially knock off Florence Carlton. I think Townsend has a lot of talent, a lot of high-level talent, especially for the Class B level. Treasure State star number five, Remington Little. What a great name. Scored five touchdowns to help Eureka roll past Fairfield 42-12. to 12. So the Lions into the quarterfinals of the Class B playoffs. Little had a couple rushing touchdowns in the first quarter. Then he opened up the third quarter with a rushing touchdown, and he had another rushing touchdown in the fourth quarter. He also caught a one-yard touchdown pass, so uh, five total touchdowns uh, for Remington Little. There you go. That's your Treasure State Stars for uh, this week, the first week in November. 
Congratulations to our Tag Leary Tuesday winner, John. Appreciate you calling in. Appreciate all the interest in that giveaway. It's always hilarious to watch the phone lines. We got like 10 phone lines here. And when we do the Tag Leary, this is how you know you're making some good sandwiches. Because uh, when we do that one, all the buttons light up and uh, it's lickety split. Hard to get that prize. So congratulations to John for winning it. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you. We're going to talk all the way around the Big Sky Conference, including hearing from Eastern Washington head coach Aaron Best. His team ranked number five in the country. They host the number four ranked Montana State Bobcats on Saturday afternoon. And uh, Coach Best, he's doing a great job. I was a little down on Eastern Washington coming into this year. Wondering if they could maintain the momentum, if they could maintain the prestige uh, and the swagger that they had under under Bo Baldwin. Now that the majority of the roster belongs to Aaron Best. Uh, there's been a full coaching staff overturn there at Eastern Washington as well. Uh, that second year under Coach Best, they went all the way to the national championship. That always then caters toward uh, FCS assistants getting elevated opportunities, and a lot of those guys took those opportunities, and they left Eastern Washington. So um, I was wondering just where Eastern Washington would go. I, I didn't think they were going to fall off the face of the earth. In fact, I know that they wouldn't because they have a defined identity. They have perhaps the most defined identity anybody in the Big Sky Conference. I think that's one of, if not the primary reason, they have been one of the best in the Big Sky for most of the last 10 years, uh, most of the last 15 years, really, um, at least at least though through the 2010s. But it's pretty clear that uh, even though Eric Berry is sort of the last man standing from the Bo Baldwin era, this is a well-coached team. And a team that I think that they're buying what Aaron Best is selling, and that's all that matters. doesn't matter what a coach is selling. just matters if most of the players are buying it. seems like Eastern Washington is. So it should be a good showdown uh, on Saturday in Cheney. Missed anything in this first hour. You can always find it on the podcast, which is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications, Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, and Sports Bet Montana. You are listening to Nuanas now on ESPN Radio. Eastern Washington head coach Aaron Best, as well as talk about all things Big Sky Conference football with our good friend Andrew Houghton. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 